Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Jennifer Mertland. Jenny, are you ready to do this? George, oh yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Excellent. Let's 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 do this. Jen is a realtor. She is an investor, a coach, and a podcast host. I'm excited to have you on. Jen, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. Well, thanks a lot for having me on, George. I really appreciate it. Um, well, my favorite color is blue. I feel like we should always start there. Yes. It tells you a lot about a person based on their favorite color. You know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm a city girl. I live in downtown Cincinnati, Ohio. Been in real estate. Um, mostly started off wholesaling properties, short selling and wholesaling properties, and then I became a real estate agent. Been doing that for about 12 years. Like you said, coaching, training, and then we just started a real estate uh, agent podcast about a year ago. So that's been really fun. I know nice. you guys you seem to have fun on yours too. We endeavor to have fun on the podcast. We were just talking. I'm, I'm like, so what do you want me to call you? She says, well, you can call me Jenny, Jennifer, Jen, whatever you want. So whatever. I, said, well, I will endeavor to work in every iteration of Jennifer. <laughs> Listen, George, I cold call people for a living. So okay. I get called a lot of things. Ah, so yes, I cannot even come close. All right. <laughs> so how... How is that process, and and why do you subject but why do you subject yourself to that? <laughs> to cold calling? Yes, I love cold calling. So I think um, I always growing up, I always loved real estate, and I was always thinking, how can I be in real estate? Because there's so many different facets of real estate, you know. Um, and I thought, you know, I really like the investment side of it also. And then when I was wholesaling short sales which if your audience doesn't know, a short sale is when we negotiate with the bank to take a reduced payoff for what they're owed. And a lot of these are going to be coming back, so we need to be ready. As a financial advisor, you need to be ready too, you know? Yeah. Um, so when I turned over to being just a real estate agent, there's basically only two ways to get leads. It's people you know or people you don't know. Well, I travel a lot. Like I was traveling around the world for a year. Luckily, I just got back before COVID. It was, I'm so happy I got that opportunity. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually finally leaving the country on Sunday, going to Turkey. Okay. Have you been? I, I have not. Me neither. I'm very excited. Anyway, so I thought, okay, I don't know a ton of, we all know a bunch of people, but like I prefer to talk to people I don't know. And if you're going to talk to people you don't know, then you have to cold call them. I mean, that's the only way to do it because I'll be in like Japan. I'm not going to be in Cincinnati, Ohio, but the business is in Ohio. So like the only way to do that is over the phone. And so I realized that if I talked to enough people, I kept track of what I did. I talked to enough people. I realized that is like a great way to make money. So that's what I do. And that it's just a very simple way. It does, it's, takes all the complication out of it. You know what I mean? 
so so when you say that you're cold calling, give me the context of who it is you're calling and 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 what the purpose of it is. So I'm calling usually people that have had their property listed, but it came off the market for some reason, like their contract expired with their agent. I'm calling people that have their house up for sale by owner, so they're not represented, but maybe oftentimes people will do that to try to find who are the aggressive real estate agents in the market. Um, so they want people to call them because it's the barrier to entry to being a realtor is very low. And so their chances of them having a bad experience are very high. <laughs> so they want to try to get a good one. Um, and then I'll call like if we have a house that we've listed or sold or a buyer that wants to be in a specific neighborhood, I'll like call those neighborhoods. You can really call real estate. Everybody likes to talk about real estate. So you can literally call anybody. Like you could pick up the phone book and call. I used to door knock. That's how I would get my listings because I didn't have a service where I could get numbers. Yeah. And so I would just door knock the neighborhoods that had the most short sales. And I say, hey, have they, you know, you're on the short sale list. Have they talked to you or you're on the list for like being in default of your loan? Have they talked to you about a short sale? And people are like, no, I'm like, this could be better. Why don't we talk about it? And I'd go in their house and tell them all about it. Nice. And then they would say that is better because it usually is. Right. You know, thank you for coming to my home, stranger. Please, please come oh, inside. No, people invite me inside all the time. So like we, um, I was looking for a house. And, um, my now ex-husband, we were married at the time. He's like, I found the best neighborhood and I want to find a house there, but there was like nothing for sale. So I went and door knocked all of the houses. There were like 138 houses. And I swear, George, of course it was like the last house, like up the highest hill. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uphill both ways. Right. So I went there and I was like, have you, I'm a real estate agent. Have you considered selling your house? And she was like, I actually have. I said, okay, well, this it's actually for me and my husband. Do you mind if I step in and take a look? And she's like, sure. And then we ended up buying the house. That's awesome. It nice. was amazing. I think people get scared to talk to other people, but if you consider like most of your friends were strangers before. No, thousand percent. Yeah. You're just making friends. Just making know? new friends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so so you, do you have a sense of from an actual telephoning standpoint what what the metrics are. I do. So if I, um, it takes me between two and three hours to talk to 30 people, like a, a conversation. Sometimes the conversation is them hanging up on me and telling me to go fly a kite or whatever their choice. Words Have an are. awesome day. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes their conversation is like, wow, I was thinking about selling the house. I'm so glad you called. This is like serendipity. You know, or sometimes it's like, hey, you know, that makes sense. But can you call me back? Like whatever. So there's a conversation. So 30 of those contacts takes about two to three hours. And then I like to call, I think it's called the Pomodoro principle. Do you mm. know this principle? Yeah. You work for 20 minutes. Yeah, but I do it for 50. Okay. So I work for 50 <laughs> and then do it like a 10 minute break. Because when you're cold calling, you get into like kind of a rhythm. 25 minutes is with a five minute break. It's too short. Yeah. I guess it depends on the task, right? So um, I'll do 50 minutes and then take a 10 minute break. And it really helps to keep me like focused and engaged on what I'm doing um, and being with those people and listening to them and seeing if there's any way that I can help them. Because here's what I know. Like I said before, their chance, if they're going to sell a house, the chances of them having a bad experience is high because there's so many real estate agents and many people don't know what they're doing. 
I mean, this is the same in the financial industry. It's the same in the lawyer. This is the same, like, all the way around. We've all had a bad haircut. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. But, like, with me, I know that I care about them, and I can help them. I can help them the best. So it's important to me to, like, find those people. So then that will lead – when I do that every day, um, that will lead to over 100 deals a year, which is a lot. Most yeah. real estate agents sell about 5 or 10 a year. So when you say every day, are we talking five days a week or is that five so? days, yeah. You can do it Saturday and Sunday and there's some times, different times and things that you do that. It just depends on are you at your goals, right? Yeah. And whether like if or not you're not at your goal by Friday, then you should call like for us it's Saturday morning between nine and eleven or Sunday after four. COVID's changed that a little bit. You can now call more times because people are home. Um but it's basically that you call when people are home. Appreciate that. And do you actually have this scheduled in to your camp blocked into your calendar? Of course. Yes. I am like a calendar crazy person, but I think what a lot of people do when I'm coaching and training people, what they do is they try to calendar everything. And it's just, you cannot have that many priorities. And I know that's something that I wanted to share with your audience today. I think hopefully it will be helpful to them. So it's about keeping it simple. So like, what is, there was this book I read by, um, Jay Papazan and, um, Gary Keller called the one thing. Have you heard of this book? I have. It's amazing. And they have a podcast too, actually. Um, but what they say in that book is it really changed my life. So they say there's, there's one priority, Right. So like, keep it simple and keep it to one priority. So my top priority, like if the lowest common denominator is me picking up the phone, but it's not just even making the three calls because what the three hours of calls, right? It's like me picking up the phone and making that first call at eight. So as long as I'm doing that, I know that the rest of that time block that I have will go very smoothly. If I don't pick up the phone at eight, that time block will get all out of control. But then I don't even move on until I've done that priority. Like nothing matters because nothing does matter. Like that is the most important thing. And so for me, because I've gotten narrowed down to like, just like the one thing that I do, it's just so much simpler. It's easier to say no to things. It's easier to, like do your work without being so all these thoughts coming into your head, you're more focused, you're more intense with your work, thus getting more output, which is what we all want. So when you get more output and you're more intense, you actually have more free time, which is why I'm able to travel so much and do so many things because it is only focused on that one thing. I could say no to a ton of other things. It doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's awesome. We were talking about how how the world today, it seems like it attempts to pile on complexity and just more and more stuff onto our plates. And we have these wondrous cell phones at our fingertips with a world of of, uh, universe of information. But a lot of the time that just has the, the effect of distracting us and taking us away from what we need to be doing. And that's making phone calls, Jen. Or whatever. And I already made mine this morning, so we're nice. good. <laughs> or whatever your one thing is, uh, to, to not get away from that and to not go and do other stuff until you've actually done that thing. 
And I bet a lot of the time, then, then yeah, you, 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 you have freedom and you have flexibility to, to be done at 11 o'clock if you want it to be. Odds are you probably right. work all day, but you certainly wouldn't have work. to. Well, yeah, no, I don't work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. So there's also like, you know, <laughs> the economies of scale of sure, that. Of course. I'm doing it for so long. Um, yeah. So, but I think like what a lot of people what we're saying sounds so simple, right? But it's really people try to pack then too much stuff into that. So they're like, okay, in this hour, I can do these 10 things. But and these 10 things have are the same priority, but they're not, right? Most people, if they're business owners, it is new business lead generation. That is the priority. Without that, you have nothing. But then they'll say, but if we don't take care of our customers, we have nothing. If we don't, you know, deal with our employees, we have nothing. It's not true. The first priority is new business. It has to be new business development. And if you're the owner, that's likely your job. If you're a small business, you know, like you're probably the best. Like I've hired people to do make calls for us and stuff. And it just doesn't work. It doesn't work like I do. Like when I do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think, and it's not only just that hour of you doing it or however long you decide you should be, or 50 minutes or however long you should decide to do it. It's really even the something smaller than that because life will get hard, but you have to think if I do this one tiny little thing, and for most people for lead generation, it's, I have to make my first call at eight or I have to get up at a certain time, or I have to like sleep in my gym clothes because when my alarm goes off, I won't have to think, I just get up and go. Or like, whatever it is, it has to be something directly linked to the goal and something so easy that like nothing can get in the way. So like, if I know I have to make my call at eight, literally nothing will stop me. Like nothing, because life will get hard. Life will get in the way. There'll be a million distractions like we're talking about, but like nothing will get in my way because I know when I do that, I will make the money I need to make so that I can go travel and buy investment property or do whatever the hell I want. Are we allowed to cuss? I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just getting it down to that tiny, tiny, the tiniest little thing that you can do. Why do, why do people resist that? Well, they think it's too easy and they want it to be hard. Mm. Um, but it doesn't have to be hard. I like to make my life easy, simple, simple, not easy. I mean, nothing's easy, right? Like, but simple. Mm-hmm. Why do they resist that? That's a great question, George. What do you think? I think that, that, that it's hard to, to have structure or a system because that means you just have to get up and do it every day, no matter how simple it is. Yeah. And, and I don't think that people like that. I think that people are lazy. But if I told you that, like you, when you did this and you did it for three months, if you did it for three months and when you did it for three months, fully invested in it for three months, you'll have more freedom than you ever had before. Yeah. You'd you'd be crazy not to do that. Right. You'd be crazy not to give it a go. Right. Yeah. you have to like commit to it. And in the book, I think they have like 66 days is the commitment. So something like that, right? Like Mm -hmm. they will begin to experience it 
as more freedom, which is ultimately what they were looking for. And the reason why they thought they shouldn't follow a schedule, right? Because they want to have the freedom to do whatever they want, whatever they want, but Mm -hmm. they're actually missing out because every time you change direction on doing something, you lose focus and it takes longer. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you talked about how it needs to be linked to what, what your goal is. And right. I think probably a lot of the time, and I, I'm I'm just pulling back from my sales management days was when 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 I hired people to be new financial advisors and yeah. they're same they're, thing as realtors. Right. Well, it's it's essentially a lot of the time you're 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 talking to people who are not necessarily entrepreneur on entrepreneurial people, but now they're in an entrepreneurial in um, endeavor, and right. we we are accustomed to not being told, but understanding what time of the day we're supposed to show up somewhere, what we're supposed to do when we're there and what time we leave and whatever. And although this is essentially doing that for yourself, it's just a lot of the time, just a bridge too far. Because, because you don't have the why you're doing it though, right? Mm-hmm. So like if I'm coming in and I want to say I want to be a financial advisor, if I was that sales manager, I'd be like, why? And until you until you can get down to where they're basically like there's an emotion attached to it because like logic thing makes you think and emotion makes you act. Until there's an emotion, usually you get down to, okay, well, people will say, I want to be a real estate agent because I, I want the freedom. Freedom of what? Freedom to take my kids to soccer, freedom to like do all this stuff. First of all, that's a total lie they tell people about real estate, but we won't even, that's a total, that's a different podcast. Sure. That's more my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, okay. Why is it important for you to take your kids to soccer? And you go, why? And they'll give you some blanket answer, but then you keep asking, keep asking. You find out it's because their parents, they felt bad because their parent was the only parent that didn't come to soccer and they missed out. And then it's like this whole snowball effect of like, a poor relationship, blah, 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 blah. Right. So they're thinking, well, I can change that by this one activity. Okay. Well, you can take your kid to soccer. What time is soccer? It's at three and you can make the money. Do you have a certain amount of income you want to make? Usually they do. They either have to, or they want to for vacations or whatever it is. Right. Then it's like, okay, well, all you have to do then is the, these couple of simple things. Like it doesn't have to be hard. There's a billion ways to get, be successful. Like for me, when I was starting my business, I mean, I've reinvented my business a million times um, over the years because I had an idea of success was that you had to have this large team, that you had to be in multiple states, that you had to be, that I had to be um, like running the whole thing. And I mean, all this, it was like madness doing all these deals. And so I kept like, quote unquote, trying to do that. And it just was not working. And then it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, this is so complicated. Like my brain hurts. And we're like, with more people, you have more problems. You're spending more money. And all I want, I just want to be a realtor so I can be an investor. Like I need the money to buy houses. And that's it. So then we brought it down to two people. And now we make enough money to buy houses. And like, that's it. (laughs) <laughs> it's so simple. Yeah. You know, I think that that's, I think that that's incredible right there. Cause you figured it out, right? 
you're you're yeah. you're, you're you're honest with what you really want and i think that way too many of us bs ourselves into yeah you know well this is maybe what i i think that i should want yeah Yeah. we uh, i think if we can like let go of the shoulds and mm. coulds in our life and if we have a friend that's like now you say that all the time (laughs) but your (laughs) actions don't because our actions truly are like our subconscious right like Yes. So like if you can have your friends or friend, at least one person in your life, and if you don't have somebody, feel free to call me. I will help you. I can usually tell within a couple of minutes, you know, like (laughs) after talking to you and can help you get there. But like have that friend. It's like your actions are not matching what you're saying. Are you sure that's what you want? Why? Why do you want that? And oftentimes it's exactly to your point. It's a should. You should. Well, Welcome to 2020 where we don't should anything. We can do whatever the heck we want. That's right. This is awesome time to live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like before it was harder. Like you really had to like, you know, get married, like to the opposite sex. Like you had to have kids. You had to live in these neighborhoods. You had, I mean, all this stuff. And now you don't have to do anything. Nope. You don't do anything you don't want. You could be a wolf. They nope. don't care. <laughs> no rules. You could absolutely be a wolf. In fact, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a like thousand percent in the DSM four as like a thing. But like, yeah, you could do, really do whatever you want. There are it. other people that also want that. What a time to be alive. Jen. <laughs> it's also a weird time. But yes. yes. Well, Jay Mert, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Keep it simple. I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Do you notice how I, I, I worked in the uh, J-Lo thing? Except I like that it. Mertlin, <laughs> Jay Mert, for those Mert. listening at home, try to keep up. Try to keep up. Moves moves pretty fast. You did a good job. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage hey, Nation thanks a lot, George. Where, where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Um uh Facebook is really the best place. It's under Jennifer Mertland. Um or I mean, I don't mind you. They can call me or text me 513-400-1691. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Jennifer your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Give her a call. Shoot her a text. I'm, in fact, I'm sure that she would appreciate some some uh, cold calls. Uh, yes, <laughs> do on it. social media. I love it. Well, and hey, if they're a real estate agent, um, our podcast is called Toe to Toe Podcast. Toe dash the number two dash toe podcast. Perfect. So. I love it. Awesome. Thanks again, Jennifer. Thanks, George. Bye. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.